With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Coffee Cast with Cation, brought to you by our good friends at New Balance, as well as The Document. If you have one of those competitions that you're always keeping track of with friends, whether it be FIFA, Fortnite Online, even as something as simple as rock, paper, scissors, make sure you download The Document, a simple way to keep track of all of the stats with all of your friends. You can also exchange some money online if those competitions get a little bit heated. You can also support the Coffee Cast by going to patreon.com slash MikeCTennis and you can buy our coffee. We certainly appreciate all of your support. And let's see, it's a double espresso day uh, for our guest, Dan Evans. I'm going with a cappuccino. I'm working my way towards the espresso level. It's uh, you, you Brits have a little bit more experience with the coffee than I do, and I'm getting there. I'm trying. But a cappuccino is about all I've got. Dan Evans, our guest, uh, thank you for joining us on the Coffee Cast. No problem. It's uh, it's been a couple years since you and I have had a proper chat, uh, Evo. Um, I, I know some things have happened in your life, um, and I appreciate the fact that you were able to just say no preconditions for taking this 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 time for me today. So thank you for that. Um, obviously, it's been a few months now that you've you've come back. I'm wondering mostly what has been the response from other players um, in, in terms of your suspension and now coming back? Has there been any response negatively, positively from anyone? No, not really. No, I've, not, I've not heard any, any negative comments as of yet anyway. Um, yeah, most people have, have just sort of welcomed me back and yeah, sort of got going. I have obviously haven't played. I played one tournament on the tour, which was Queens and Everyone was pretty cool there, so it yeah. was um, was no no issue. Yeah, it's been interesting because in just talking to people myself, a lot of players are just like they they don't really care. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but you know it, nobody seems to really care that you know you you've missed your time, and it's just like okay, fine, go out and play. Yeah, I think everyone's just sort of getting on with their own career, yeah. and <laughs> that's uh, you know sort of the, the way the way it is, and you know it's I don't didn't expect them to care so much anyway so it's um it's pretty good the way it is now yeah um i i found it very interesting when i was thinking about when you were going to come back uh i i just kind of expected to be frankly for you to maybe come to the states or somewhere where the media attention wasn't going to be on you uh why choose those tournaments back back home to kind of get started it was just the easiest place really there's no need to to leave like you just said I'd serve my time and sort of not going to run away from from anything uh, yeah I just thought it was the best place to play and um, suit, suited my game and yeah it's uh, that's what I did and you know it's um, it what you know I wasn't wasn't so bad at home either so it was pretty um, was pretty low key to be honest do you think the media was fair to you back home 
Um, the media's never really fair, to be <laughs> honest. Um, you know, they like you when you win, but then, you know, like, any any time you lose... If, you know, last week I saw Cam Norrie lost in the semis and he's crashed out of the tournament. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's not... Um, it's not, you know, semi-finals is a good week. It's that's just the way it is, and that's, that's the sport we're in. It's different with you, though. Um, you, you've now this is, I think, comeback number three for you. If if I'm trying mm. to do my my math right, in, whether it be injury, suspension, and what have you, uh, what what do you think the media opinion is of you at this point, and what do you think it should be, or does it matter? Doesn't really matter, to be honest. Uh, you know, it's obviously. Uh, one of those one of those things now it's happened and you know the people who are close to me and who, who really matter you know their their opinions are I know their opinions of me and their beliefs in me and I believe in myself now so it's um yeah it's going to be you know it's you know as the last few weeks it's been difficult but you know you still still can just keep on going and you know I don't see any reason why not I won't be back back to where I was I see so many players nowadays who are dealing with the PED stuff who say things got sprinkled into their pasta sauce or whatever. Mm. You didn't go that route. Like, it just, it didn't, it doesn't seem true to who you are um, to try to make up some sort of excuse. You just... Yeah, I mean, I don't know the, I don't know the other, the other people who have been banned in their circumstances, but mine was, I was guilty and had to sort of just take my, um, take my my punishment yeah so uh the one thing i did want to talk to you about a, a little bit was what your relationship is like with mark hilton um yeah. in, in terms of uh, obviously you guys have been working together and and such great things and and now he's with ketters how, how are you guys personally professionally uh professionally there's you know like well first of all we should start personally he's uh he's still my friend i'm still yeah. his friend um that was probably it was probably the yeah if not the toughest conversation you know to tell him that out of everyone including you know my girlfriend and my my parents um yeah I, I felt like I let him down a lot because obviously we had a good a good thing going but you know I mean every cloud etc you know Hilton has a better job so it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's um no, I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, you know, I hope it really does work out with with Ked. Uh, you know, they've been doing great so far. I mean, there's obviously a coach share and stuff there. So with Fide, the other coach, but you know, obviously Hiltz does a lot, a lot of the hard work as well. So it's um, no, we're we're great. I mean, spent a lot of time over the grass um, when we was all down in London. So um, yeah, it's been. You know, I missed I missed not being around all the guys. Sure. For the for the year I was away, I probably missed that the most. And you know, now it's it's good to be to be back around everybody. Yeah, I saw when when we were in Binghamton, uh, spending some time with Granollers, obviously Wardy, yeah, um, as well. Um, what, what's it been like? Obviously, you've got those veterans guys you came up with. Um, in terms of what's it been like now with some of the 18, 19 year olds, Jay Clark obviously making a, a big move. I remember a couple of years ago, you and Cam Nori uh, having yeah. a lot of banter here in Aptos. But talk about some of those younger Brits coming up and, and your relationship with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know some of them that well. Uh, you know, obviously we're doing pr- pr- pretty well at the minute. I think. Um, 
it's been it's been great. The, the, the success some of the guys have had. Obviously, Cam's doing really well. Uh, you know, I didn't didn't really expect him not to do that well. I always thought he would do pretty well. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was always a good player. Um, and yeah, it's you know it's great for Brit- British tennis and not so much British tennis for the guys themselves. You know, it's yeah. good that they're you know able to to come up and it seems like they're coming up a bit bit earlier than the normal now who are you working with right now in terms of giving you different set of eyes on your game um, uh, you obviously know your game incredibly well but who else is take, taking a look at things a guy called dave falgate um yeah he he's uh, back home at the minute he's uh he works with a young guy called george lofhagen as well okay they have an academy called JTC, so there's like uh, you know Lloyd practices there, Katie Bolter practices there, Jack Draper yeah. who's made final of Junior Wimbledon, George Lofhagen practices there. Um, yeah, there's there's a few guys there, um, some good some good girls as well. So he sort he he's sort of like the boss there. Yeah, but yeah, he'll be he'll be coming to. I'll play Cassis in Istanbul after this. Okay. So he's just doing some weeks with George at the minute, so yeah. Okay. Um, this is always interesting. You have some veteran guys. Somebody actually said to me last week, it's hard at, at maybe 25 plus uh, coming back to places where you've, you've played multiple times. Ha- have you found it hard, Binghamton, Lexington, here in Aptos, in terms of the motivation level? No, not really. Um, just fi- found, it, found it hard to find my level. Um, no, I mean I don't. To be honest, I don't don't find it that hard for the motivation. You know, I love I love playing tennis. Um, you know, obviously it's not as it's not as easy as the bigger tournaments, but yeah, you know, the, these weeks lead you into the bigger tournaments, so they've you know it's sort of a cog in the wheel, isn't it? So it's um, I, I you know I like these tournaments a lot actually. Um, you know, Binghamton was a bit rough, but. Uh, you know Lexington, although I've never won a match there, it's, it's always it's always a good place to practice. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think you won a match. I think you won one match in like '09 or something, or 2011, yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's um, it's always good to practice there, I guess. Uh, and then yeah, I like it here, and obviously Vancouver's great. And that's it. That's the end of the trip for this year. But do you, you you don't have any struggles coming through qualies at this point, or you know, and, and maybe seeing some guys you know playing at, in Los Cabos, those kind of things. Well, listen, everybody who looks at the, the the draws and the tournaments, they look and they wish it was them. Yeah. You know, that's just human nature, I think. So um, no, that's where I'm at at the minute, and you know, it's you know, hopefully it won't be so long. But this is that's where my ranking is, and that's. Uh, what I've got to do at the minute. What's what's the thing you enjoyed the most about being away from the sport for, for a period of time? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing really. Um, Social life, anything like that, getting to actually spend time with a girlfriend. I mean, those those are things you don't get to do very much when you're on tour. Yeah, obviously, it's great to spend more time with your family and my girlfriend. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's yeah, I mean, it's, you need to... This is the first thing, sort of, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you, that's your sort of first thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, without that for a year, it was tough. Um, so, no, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't, I 
didn't enjoy any of the time I was off, if I'm deadly honest. Yeah. So then back on tour, having to go through qualies, last week you played a guy in J.J. Wolf, who yeah. is a college player, good college player here yeah. in the States, full-on try-hard every single point. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you still have that same excitement, energy level now, three or four months into the, the comeback that you did, say, three months ago? Yeah, um, I just I just didn't play very well last week. I haven't played very well the last the last two weeks. To be honest, I'm getting better, but you know it's uh, you know it's just been difficult. You know, they started the trip with no practice because of the rain and yeah. being Hampton for four days, sort of completely. There wasn't a gym there. It sort of scuppered everything, and then you know travelled to Lexington. Played, I think. Did I play? I think I played the first day, and then, you know, I, the guy played a good match. I was a bit rusty, and then, then you come here, and you know, it's sort of just you, you get some trips like that, some yeah. tournaments like that. You know, there's another week still. You know, you just got to keep going, I guess. And it's no, there's no, it's not rocket science. You got to keep getting on the practice court, I think, and just keep trying hard and. You know, you keep trying and working hard. I think your results will, they'll come, you know. It's just uh, staying patient is, uh, you know, not getting too down, not getting too too excited when you do win as well. It's, um, you know, just compete hard and every every ball and we'll see, you know, if, if in a few years it's not worked out, it's not, it's not worked out. Are you better at that now than you used to be? Because I, I mean, I can remember my, my first summer doing this, 2013, uh, just the, the peaks and the valleys for you were drastic. Mm. You, if you were up, you were way up. If you were down, it was yeah, I awful. I struggled when, when I was a bit younger, but probably when I got, got, got up pretty high was, was that's what I was doing best. You know, I didn't miss many days practicing. Mm -hmm. It was just, you know, back to work sort of stuff. So, and that's what I'm trying to do again, you know, just where I can't gain on the other players, I try and try and gain, you know, like the days I'm not playing, you know, it's, uh, you know, got to just try and get, eke every bit of, you know, uh, improvement out as I, as I can. It was, it, it's, it's, I mentioned this last week, actually, during the broadcast. So the, the guys that first summer for me, because I started uh, Winnetka 2013, mm. it was Bradley Klon, it was you, yeah. uh, then Bjorn Fertangelo the next year, some of, some of those guys that have been yeah. kind of this core. Um, and then I got to do your matches at the Australian Open was 2017. Mm. And it kind of, uh, I, I, in some ways, I think people have attached my career in some ways yeah, to yeah. yours because it rose and, and I got to do those, those matches. What, are, what, are those, what were those peaks like for you now, um, the win over Tomic uh, there? And, and what are your recollections of those when you're here and, and playing in qualies? I mean, do you, do you still have that same recollection? Do you still feel like that's where your level is? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I have doubts. Everyone has doubts, but I just, yeah, you look back. I think when you're in the moment, you don't really take it in that much. Mm -hmm. You just sort of, you just go with it, I guess. Uh, but I look back now, and they're, they're, they were pretty good wins, you know. Obviously, I beat Silic as well in that tournament. Yeah. Um, no, I guess when I stopped playing, I look back at those tournaments and be you know exceptionally proud of what I did in those those matches um, yeah they, they yeah I, I, I mean <clears throat> I guess I wish I just took took it in a bit more yeah 
uh, probably appreciated it more not you know because obviously your level's there you think that's the level that's what you should but if you look back they're pretty good wins to beat Bernie and Australia mm-hmm. obviously Silic wasn't playing his best tennis but still to get through it was a big match yeah I mean you know I think if I get back to the level again you know I'll take and, and have those wins I'll take you know take it more in the moment and enjoy it a bit more than not not enjoy it as in go out but you know take take stock of what's happened right. and you know I think too many players now they're right we've won that match you need to go in the ice bath whereas you know you don't even sit down and think fuck what what's just happened sort right. of thing um, but yeah I mean it's yeah I look back and they're, they're great great times I guess it was such a funny week just because everybody you know you're playing an exceptional level mm. and all everybody's talking about is, is what shirt you're wearing yeah like exactly, that was yeah. so bizarre to me because I, I've seen this progression from yeah. you, you know my personal viewpoint seeing this progression of some of the best some of your worst and all everybody wants to talk about yeah. is a shirt that you bought at a store yeah it's crazy how, how, how that works yeah it is yeah but um yeah. No, what what is your sponsorship situation right now? What what are you doing with that? No, nothing. I yeah. just just well, I just started back playing, and yeah. I so pretty much unsponsorable at the minute. So yeah, it's uh, try and win some matches, and you never know. Do you, do you have an agent that you're working with in in those regards? Anything? No, not really. Just just listen. My first focus is to get get back up the rankings. Um, yeah, I need to start winning some matches. And yeah. That's my only focus, I think. Well, definitely at the minute. Yeah. So, obviously, last week, or I guess it's two weeks ago now, uh, the, the whole situation with the transition tour um, got fully announced. Um, I'm wondering, from your perspective, having now seen the whole gamut over your career, what are your thoughts on, on the transition tour? What do you think it will mean, um, big picture, for the ATP? If I'm honest with you, I don't... I've only heard a few things of it, so I'm not sure what it really is. I do know that there's a hell of a lot of changes happening in the men's game, and I think there's a bit of a danger of of it of losing its identity. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, there's so many changes happening, like the shot clock. You know, I think it's me personally I think it's great when Rafa takes a long time it brings up like the suspense of what's going to happen in the next point Mm -hmm. you know it's not just him either I just used him for instance everyone else uses uses him I think if we're rushing it I think that people you won't get the quality of tennis you know like when there's a brutal point these guys they should take take a bit longer you know, it's, it's not like the crowds are, are low. Or I don't think they are anyway. In the Grand Slams, they seem like we're... I don't, I don't know, but it just feels like there's a lot of changes happening very quickly. And, you know, I hope I hope it just doesn't lose its identity. You know, like, you know, there's, there's rumblings of only going three sets in Grand Slams where that, what would that do for tennis? You know, it's, I think five sets is brutal, I think, mm-hmm. the physicality of it, so... Yeah, I just hope that we don't lose, you know, the classic, 
classic game of tennis of five sets. I think people will hear you say that, you know, with your your kind of brashness on court, mm. your attitude on court, and say I didn't, I wouldn't expect Dan Evans to be mm. a, a traditionalist in that regard. Did, but yeah, but it I seems mean, like you have a, um, a respect for the purity of the sport in that regard. Yeah, I mean. You know, there's no... Yeah, I love tennis, so, like, I think, you know, I when I grew up, I, was, I wasn't watching Vienna 250 or f whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the Grand Slams. I was watching Bjorkman against Rosetsky in 97 in US Open. I wasn't watching them play three sets at Winston-Salem. Mm. You know, you're watching them in a five-setter. And that's, you know, Davis Cup the same. I was watching Henman and Rosetsky play one and two, you know? It's, yeah. And I just think that's, and being part of five set matches, I think it's being able to recover is a big, big part of it. And you see some players, you see some players get great on tour all year round and you see they come to Grand Slams, they've never got past the second round. I think the best players have come through in the Grand Slams and I think five sets shows the best player wins. Okay, so... I obviously come from a media perspective. Mm. How do we make it so that tennis is more um, accepted and much and much easier to be a, a television sport? I, mean, I, I think it's a great sport for television. Um, you know, if, if people, are, I, I don't know if if they're getting great television rights or not. Yeah. But, you know, in, in in the reason I ask is because yeah. they, you know you talk about the the five setters um, like six hours. Who has six hours to watch something, right? You know, in terms of yeah, the five setter, I, and I, I'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate here. How how do we make it so that people can sit down and make uh, just have a little bit more access to tennis? But and, if and you the get drama? involved in a five set match, me personally, I don't particularly like watching tennis. But if I got involved in a in a women's three set and it was a good match I'm, mm -hmm. I'm watching it yeah if if that match b brings you in it brings you in like you can't you can't I don't think you can make tennis accessible it either gets you or it doesn't mm -hmm. it's like a I think it's just the same as a television program it either gets you or it doesn't yeah and yeah there'll be some men's matches where I'll look at it and go no thanks <laughs> but then there'll be some others where I think oh no that's got me you yeah. know like you know, I. Everyone said how boring. It, who was it? It was uh, Anderson and Isner. Isner, yeah. But that's the game. Like you've got to recover for the next day. Moaning as soon as they come up. That's the game. And the next day you've got to. I think it's great. Like, how how good's that for an advert for tennis? I yeah, think right. it's a great advert. It's it's funny because people said it was or it was awful, but right. I think. You know what other sport can just keep going like that? Yeah. It's we, it's we always look at the negative of it, but I think it was I think it was unbelievable. I, I I watched I watched the whole thing. You weren't watching the Winnetka doubles match that I was no. broadcasting. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so then how? Okay, how do we do it here? You know, we're we're a challenger, and I'm gonna in 20 minutes I'm gonna be on the air broadcasting Evan King and Michael Moe. How do we do it so that those type of matches? have that same grip if you're if you're in the television side the media side yeah but it's or do you think it's truly up to the players to have that that, that yeah, grip the, on the, people the, yeah it's like 
challenges are never gonna are never gonna get that grip but you look here what was it three years ago Nishioka hit the shot behind his back right how many times did that get played, right. played on YouTube it right. just if it's just what happens if someone's watching that match you know it's a great match someone's like oh go watch this are you watching the live stream that's how it happens it's like or you're watching this episode of that no mm. no let's flick it on it's just it's a knock on effect isn't it it's yeah. if the match is good if it's not then because a hell of a lot of the pros I think watch watch these matches when yes. they're in the hotel rooms whatever level yeah I know Murray for sure is watching the Brits yes and I'd say a lot of the other good good players they'll be watching I think and every every tennis player is doing the same as whatever level you're at you're in the hotel room at night yeah every tennis player it doesn't matter what level you are you're still in a hotel room if you're at a tournament yeah still got nothing to do yeah you're flicking it on if you if you want to watch something um it seems like you always had or took a responsibility of of having some level of entertainment when you played mm. is that is that an accurate assessment or um not really i just I'm pretty energ energized as on corks. I need to for my game. I mean, I guess it's just my personality. To, yeah. You know, I like to not to be heard, but it's just I'm. You know, I'm. I express myself on the court. I'm, yeah. I feel I play better when I do. Um, whatever tournament it is, to be honest, it's just you know that gets the best out of my game. It's interesting because I think that's a. It seems such a British thing to say. I, I like the banter yeah. of you guys is. It's absurd. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the guys are. It's. It is a little tough sometimes. <laughs> I think on some some of the guys. Uh, no, it's good fun. I mean, you know, I think everyone will look back at these summers, and you know, everyone looks forward to coming to America. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, this is where you have the most fun, I, I guess. I mean, I remember the year I played Atlanta and those tournaments mm -hmm. and all the others were playing here. It was like I was on my own in Atlanta and all the yeah. other guys were here. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, no, it's, I, I really enjoy playing these tournaments and, you know, I'd still still like to dip in and out of them when, when hopefully I get back up. Yeah, so what's, how are you approaching this in terms of an expectation level for yourself on court, you know, your, your play itself versus the rankings. How, how do you approach that now? Because you, you know as well as anybody, sometimes your level of play doesn't equal the, the level of your rank. Yeah, um, like I said, I've, I thought I played pretty well. I didn't play badly yesterday. I didn't play, like my level was okay, but the bigger points, I was poor. Served served as well as I've served the whole the whole time I've been back yesterday. I thought, um, yeah, I mean, listen, you just got to be po uh, positive and patient. I think because you know, like one week takes you right back up there in yeah. whatever tournament it is. Uh, you know, I had a decent summer in, over the grass, to be honest, um, which you know surprised me as well, uh, but. This is the proper proper game out in America on the outdoor hard courts. You know the grass is is, is a full surface. Mm. In my opinion, it's not it's not 
you know, like you can get wins. I can get wins by slicing. The other players don't really know what to do. If it stays so low. Yeah. Um, it's not so physical. So yeah. Um, you know, I just got to see see how I fare and just play out to the end of the year and just, you know, hopefully, being being Australia at the end of the year, hopefully to to be able to start in Australia in qualities. I mean, that's the goal. I okay. guess. Yeah. Yeah, do you, that's what I was going to ask. If you yeah. had a goal, and that's it. I mean, really. Yeah, that's it. There's no, there's no point in being super ambitious because yeah. if if it, if I'm above that, then great. But yeah, you know, if I snuck in by two spots, I'd be happy as well. I'm looking at your tattoo. Yeah, um, the one. <laughs> every sinner, every saint has a past. Every sinner has a few. I mean, yeah. it seems very apropos for you. Just <laughs> very appropriate. Yeah. Um, Uh, yes, just uh, I had it when I was younger to hopefully not make any more mistakes, <laughs> but obviously I made the biggest one to, at last. But yeah, it's um, no, I'm 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 back enjoying enjoy, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, so it's 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 good at the minute. And that's the important thing. It's uh, it's been fun getting to actually chat with you again Perfect. over the last couple of uh, couple of weeks and. As I always say, I hope I don't get to chat with you very much anymore <laughs> and that you're, you're no longer here. But um, thank you for the time. No problem. Appreciate it. And, and again, uh, help us buy our coffee, a double espresso it was for Dan Evans today, patreon.com slash Tennis, and we'll talk to you next week. 